Welcome back to Thoughts of a Woodsman's Preacher. This is Pastor Josh Lucci. Today I want to talk about the power of an apology. Uh, it's a lesson that God's taught me over uh, many, many years and many, many trials and errors on that one. Uh, but as I was thinking about it this morning, um, as I was reminded of the power of an apology, um, it, it made me think of uh, fly fishing as a young man. I got a chance to spend some time over in northern Idaho uh, when I was younger, and I fly fished a lot of the rivers over there. There's one in particular, though, that really stands out to me. It's um, just outside of a, a little town called Avery, uh, right up next to the border between northern Idaho and Montana there in the Panhandle. <clears throat> and this is a town that uh, has very few people in it. Um, at that time, it was run off of a generator, so at night, uh, they'd shut the generator off and all the lights would go out. In fact, they had one gas station and the, the gas station was gravity fed. So they would, the, gra the tank was up on the side of the hill and you'd uh, pick how many gallons that you'd want. It'd fill up the little glass globe on the top of the, the gas station pump there and then it would drain into your tank. Um, and uh, so, you know, it was kind of a town that time forgot. And as you drive out of Avery up the river, um, it just got more wild and scenic. And I got a chance to spend some time up there camping along the river and fly fishing. And I remember one particular morning over there in uh, on the St. Joseph River that uh, I woke up early as the sun was getting up. I made some coffee over the fire in the old beat-up tin uh, coffee percolator. And, uh, you know, the smell was just amazing. And I was camped across from this deep pool that I had found uh, you know, the evening before, and, uh, you know, I uh, grabbed my gear and waded across the river to the other side, and, you know, there were bear tracks everywhere and elk tracks and, and no no human tracks. It was kind of a, a really untouched feeling, and as the sun went up, um, you know, the, the river banks would glow uh, kind of a deep red color, the, the story being that there was a garnet mine a couple of miles upriver that had since been abandoned and uh, the garnet dust from the mining process uh, had floated downstream and had lined the banks and so when the sun would hit that garnet dust it would just glow this beautiful red color the water was this amazing deep turquoise color it was pure you know mountain spring water a lot of it you know runoff from the the snow from the the uh, spring before and then anyway, so I, you know, and fly fishing up there and watching out for bears behind my back, you know, I can remember uh, casting out and watching this um, huge cutthroat trout slowly rise up from this pool and uh, go for my fly. And there was a, a moment in time that I can remember that it was, everything was so beautiful. It was just perfect and beautiful and amazing in a snapshot in time. You know, and as I was thinking about that this morning, um, you know, an apology can be a lot like that. There's this, a moment in time where you have an opportunity to rectify something that went wrong. And all too often we look at these situations and try to justify what we did wrong. You know, um, we can say things like, well, it was true. What I said was true. Uh, you know, and one thing I want to pass on to you guys is this, never use the truth as an excuse to be unkind. The truth should never be an excuse to be unkind. And um, so, you know, as we look at the power of an apology and what it is, um, you know, make sure that you understand that, you know, it's far more important to be reconciled than to be right. You know, you can very, very seldom ever be both right and reconciled at the same time.
Um, oftentimes it doesn't matter that you were right. All that matters was that you hurt someone. You know, First uh, Peter chapter 5, verse 5 talks a lot about humility. It says, Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility towards one another, for God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And it does take a lot of humility to apologize. Um, and not just to apologize, but to apologize well. We have to understand where we went wrong and how we went wrong, and most importantly, how we hurt the other person. You know, um, through my years of being a a married man, I've learned the power of an apology, Um, oftentimes through experience of, um, you know, understanding that the fact that I I hurt my wife's feelings was far more important than ever being right. Um, And often, more times than not, um, I wasn't right to begin with. (laughs) So, you know, understanding where our error was um, and then being able to apologize for that is so important. Um, you know, being reconciled with one another is um, a refreshing moment. Just, just like that moment in time beside that mountain stream, um, you know, it is a refreshing sort of thing. It lifts the weight off of your shoulders. You know, oftentimes I'm, I'm confused about the struggle to apologize. And I think it's bred from pride. I think it's bred oftentimes from Um, you know, the person that we're apologizing to not receiving it well. Sometimes there's some trauma from that. Um, But, you know, it is something that we have to understand that um, it's part of grace, right? Um, Having grace with the other person. Your responsibility is to apologize. Um, You know, their responsibility is to forgive. You know, we've been forgiven so much. We have a responsibility to forgive ourselves, but you can't control the reaction of the other person. That's between them and God, and uh, hopefully you benefit from that. But um, I want to challenge you guys as you listen to this to think about, you know, who, to whom in your life do you owe an apology? Um, You know, I would venture to guess that most of us have somebody that we've harmed in our past um, that comes to mind probably pretty quickly as we think about this. Um, you know, things that we have regrets over. And um, I would encourage you not to let that moment pass by. Uh, You know, contact that person. Apologize. It's never too late. It is a a perfect moment, but it's never too late to apologize. And then to whom do you owe an uh, an apology for something that you've done now? Um, Is the, the concept of reconciliation with that person more important than your own personal pride? In the long run, you know, pride is something that oftentimes can be hard to give up, but very few times have I ever visited somebody on their deathbed and they say, gosh, I sure wish I had apologized less. It just hurt my pride. More often than not, um, you know, I'll visit somebody on their deathbed and they say, boy, you know, I have some regrets and most of them are around the fact that I've hurt people and I never apologized for it. Um, You know, make sure that you are living your life in a way that is void of regret, that is the uh, aroma of Jesus and how he would have us be and that somebody can look at you and how you live and say, you know what, there's something different. So I'd encourage you guys to take advantage of that moment. Um, Those of you who have kids, this is especially important as we teach our own children how to apologize and how important it is to be able to be able to humble ourselves and understand where we went wrong and then own it. Anyway, thank you for listening, and God bless, and I will talk to you again soon.